because we're going to have a lot of jobs, jobs from building infrastructure to coding, creating new apps. I don't know who created Pokemon Go, but I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. I'm Freddy Krueger and I'm here to say I love to sing and rock in the major way I'm Freddy Johnny Depp just to have some fun While here D. Simon and Harrison What's gonna happen on the show today? Will it be a shit story or is that gay? Maybe a guest appearance with Wacker Lee Or video game news with Jeffrey It'll be hip and it'll be cool Kids don't take drugs and stay in school Or you might end up like Chucker Paul Freddy's out Lick my balls! Good evening, welcome to Stick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. I'm your host, Eason. And I'm Harrison. Harrison's back. I'm back. Back on the show. I'm back. How was the UK? It was good. It was good. Um, I, I saw in the thing, you're like, Harrison's on vacation, you know? And <laughs> and everybody thought like, oh, he'll, he, he's, you know, he'll come through my town, you know? Like, I wanted to go to fucking Just Glasgow. gallivanting across, yeah, yeah. across the United Kingdom. Like, oh, I wanted to go to Glasgow. I wanted to go to Bath. I went there. Like, nobody understood. I wasn't on vacation. Like, I'm going there to see family, you know? Like, I not just like, you know, I have removed fucking cousins. I, my fucking father and brother and sister and my other sister and her fucking kid that I have to watch sometimes so my sister could take a goddamn nap. You weren't, you know? like, backpacking across Europe no, or anything. No, this wasn't that's, the, yeah, that's the, the D. Simon fucking fancy free fuck my way across Europe <laughs> fun fest. You know, this was like, I'm there doing, like, Game of Thrones shit. You know what I mean? I'm like the, the American bastard everyone discounts. But meanwhile, I'm like, you know, Wait, were you moves. plotting to, like, take over? Yeah, your, I'm like the... the guy in the Shakespeare plays who's like, I one day I will, you know. I guy. will inherit all yeah. of this one day. I'm, I mean, is that what you're trying to go I don't for? remember those plays, but I think it all works out for that guy in the end, in all of them, I, pr <laughs> I, I think. Who, Shylock? <laughs> he it worked out well guy. for Shylock. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> you know, Iago. I'm like that guy. You know, I'm Edmund. The fucking bastard son and King Lear. When they King Lear, I don't know. Whatever. So the purpose of you going there yeah. was not to yeah. meet up with podcast fans or hit as many countries or cities as possible. You're, the purpose was to go hang out with your family. Yes, and your I go family there once a year to do that. Where's your you family live? Like north, north of London, right? They live in London. Oh, okay. And some but of them, like but some side. of them live in Oxfordshire in the Cotswolds. Because I know? saw this so, like beautiful yeah. pastoral picture yeah. that you sent that you yeah. posted. That was I mean, I was like, wow, is that where Harrison's staying? Yeah, that was where I, was. I figured you were like up there detoxing or something because it looked like it. Why can't I do both? Got I mean, you know, I don't know. It, it just looks both. like a place you would go to yeah. detox, right? Yeah. I mean, I was I was drinking a lot, but I wasn't you know doing drugs. Um, so you go when you you go you go to your uh, your the 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 yeah. estate of your yeah. uh, of your wealthy and everyone's um, like how is vacation plutocrat family yeah. and, uh, and and so that so you but you're but you're there for what like a few days and then you have one night free to go pretty meet much. up with fans yeah pretty much yeah so that's what I'm saying it's yeah. like I, yeah. it, it's funny to me that people are like isn't he going to Amsterdam isn't he going it's just like no I actually went out there yeah. you know and spent a week just to go hit cities and meet up with fans and mm. you know. And the only reason I was going out out there in the first place was to go get tattooed in Amsterdam. So it's it's not like I was I was you know visiting family or I had something on my agenda. I was just fucking around, right? You know, whereas you actually had a purpose for yeah. going out there. I mean, when Valderon came back from the Black Wedding, were people like, "Oh, how was vacation?" No, 
I mean, I don't actually watch Game of Thrones, so I'm just you making know, up You know shit. a lot about Game of Thrones. For, for somebody who, who doesn't, doesn't watch, watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I believe. I think you're a closet watcher. Valderon, he's good. You know. I don't even know who Valderon is. I don't know. I made it up. Yeah, okay. I was okay. about to say, that doesn't yeah. sound like a Game of Thrones guy to me. But maybe right. it is. And sure. I'm familiar with the show. It might as well be, you know. So anyway, you did get to spend Everything's the same. a few nights in London, and you got to meet up with the fans. I did. At, uh, at the World's End, right? Yeah, and I brought my cousin of mine and my brother along. My wow. brother's a young fella, you know, he's like 23, wow, 22. You know? that's, I don't know if I'd recommend bringing family around the podcast fans. Well, I didn't want to end up in some <laughs> kind of like misery or tusk scenario, you know. Um, well, that's that's probably a good thing. Is you have someone fear. that yeah can just yeah. watch what they're feeding you. That was or, a fear watch, of mine. Watch what kind of drinks they're giving you. Right. Yeah. Did so. that? Did that one guy Dwayne try to give you that limey crack? He did. Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's like yeah. vaping alcohol. I kind of want to do it. Yeah, it's great. Is that, essentially, that's what mm. I think it's illegal in certain states. Like mm. you're not allowed to vape alcohol. Hmm. But apparently, that's what the the limeys like to do out there. Yeah, yeah. That, that, but you know, at the same time, it's like the two times that I've met up with fans in London, it's like it's shot after shot after drink, just like right. coming from different directions. How would you know if someone's trying to slip you a hot Cosby? You wouldn't know that. And uh, you know, it was one of those weird nights where because I drink every day, but I don't drink that much. I really get drunk, you know, and. I got really drunk, and it was like one of those weird things where you get so drunk you turn a corner and you're somehow sober kind of a situation, <laughs> you know? And it was, I was up all night, and we went to like a house party afterwards at my, some friends of my brother's in some posh neighborhood. Wow. And the posh what, London house party. And it was like some model looking broad was throwing the party, and her name was Harriet, but I kept calling her Hannibal. I'm like Hannibal. I'm. Re- we'll get out of your hair. So we were like the last people there. Just get the fuck out, you know? Because I brought podcast people. Oh, you to- brought podcast fans with you? Wow, God, Harrison, you're a and brave some man. randoms that had. There were a lot of weird randoms that kind of. So, so you there guys was some met psychopathic up. German girl. There was a lot of weird shit that went down. You, you guys. Know? So you guys met up at the World's End. Yeah. It was it on a like a weekend night. Friday night. Friday night. Okay. It so. was actually on the nicest day in England the whole year. So oh, I don't think yeah. there were many as many as um, uh, it originally RSVP'd, but it was a decent amount of people. But yeah, it looked yeah. like, judging by the picture, it looked yeah. like a decent amount of people turned up. Did you have any uh, hot girls show up? Yeah. They were, wow, attractive. Yeah. See, that always impresses me. I, you know, because I, I go mean, in like, there. You know, like two, right? <laughs> well, still, though. But then there were randoms that came, you know, that we absorbed because we were obviously like more fun and interesting than the other groups I, you know, there, I'm still you know. blown away, you know, yeah. just still completely just astonished when like an attractive woman shows up <laughs> that listens to the show and she's like, oh, I'm, yeah. the, I'm a big fan. And it's like, yeah. really? Well, yeah. There's something wrong with you. There's something. <laughs> They're like, did you like, you know, were you committed for a certain yeah. period of time or yeah. did you just, you know, do you wear a straight jacket at home? Like something right, yeah. happened. Like there's right. some kind of mental health issue, but you never know. I mean, sometimes like attractive women do listen to the show and show up at these podcast meetups, yeah. which is always kind of cool. So you guys hung out there, World's End, and then proceeded to go out on the town in London. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I did see some uh, fans sent me a pic yeah. of like you and like a couple really intoxicated and inebriated people surround like at a party just with like like bottles and cigarettes on the ground like on the you ground you gotta show me that i don't even remember oh it's okay. a great pick and huh. it was like it looked like it was like 6 a.m yeah it was I'm like wow yeah. harrison did it up in london we did it we did yeah. it up man yeah. that is that is crazy and then i went like I, I the night before i left i went to a party it was like my bio dad and his girlfriend were at this 
house and there were all these like old it was old older people they were publishing you know and I, I showed up and I was talking to some guys and they're like these these guys these older guys who were really successful so they don't they don't like you to ask them about their shit because everybody wants shit from them so they just like it when I tell stories I'll just tell them stories about like drug dealers in Prague <laughs> tried to kill me or whatever I'll tell them stories and they, it entertains them they like that but they're like oh this is Jill you know Jill Wellesley this is her her home you know and I'm like oh cool and I'm leaving, and they're like, "Yeah, she's descended from Arthur Wellesley, like the Duke of Wellington, wow, who defeated Napoleon." Normally, I don't give a fuck for the peerage, and I don't, I'm not impressed. But, but still, I, I, yeah. I am a strict Bonapartist. Anything <laughs> and anything related to him, I'm very interested in. So I was very impressed by that. So wait, you're pro Bonaparte? Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. were you immediately at odds with her? <laughs> No, I think we could put our differences aside, you know, and <laughs> you could just appreciate walk, the you know, step over the aisle and yeah, work together. Oh, you know, that's, that's good. That's yeah. a, that's a good thing. Mm. Um, did you tell her to go to the podcast meetup? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you guys, I do this show. Yeah, where uh, we talk about scat and uh, yeah. necrophilia. You guys would love this. We're meeting up with fans. Yeah, that uh, yeah, I'm sure they would have been yeah. impressed. Mm. Wow. Well, you know, the thing is, and uh, we were talking about this off air, but you can't please everybody. So we got no. some calls from some really angry Scotsmen. Yeah, I thought I was going to get up to Glasgow, and I didn't fucking have time. And I had to watch my fucking niece a lot so my sister could, like, have, you know. And I was trying to get up there so I could forge, a, you know, the Scots. They, no, they, did, no, they, they're they, they, they liked me. They're, you know, a fun, they're a fun Trying group to forge an alliance with them. I didn't get up there, and now they're really upset. It's a, it's a good time hanging with the Scots, but... And they hold a grudge, though, because they're still upset about that fucking Braveheart bullshit, you know? They're still oh, upset yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, so now yeah, God they haven't knows, gotten over that yet God either. knows how long this thing's going to last. And I don't yeah. think they're especially fond of your uh, your accent, your Scottish accent that you do. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. I've heard some complaints about that, even though it's way better than any Scottish accent that I could do. Right. Um, well, I'm, but, no, I'm no rich little, you know, I'm just trying to do my thing. It's kind of funny, though, because you know how I'm just walking around, I slip into different... Uh, accents from the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're kind of speaking tongues. Yeah, I do that too. And I do that in the UK. And my brother thinks it's really funny, but my sister, my British sister, is like, you gotta stop. You got. Wait, is she like offended or is she embarrassed? Like, she thinks other people are gonna hear. She thinks that I'm gonna get attacked (laughs) by some chavs. And she also, I think, it, it, I think she finds it a little offensive. You know, she, I think she said, once she said it made her want to die inside. So, so yeah. she just dies a little, a little every bit. time you do a yeah. uh, Cockney accent. Right. Um, you know, I, you should be cautious, though. There's like all these Brexiters running around. Oh, yeah. As soon as they find out you're an American, they're like, get out of my country. Yeah, it's weird over there now. And because I actually didn't know that much about it. And I read a bunch of reports on it when I was there, you know, and I was actually reading like Private Eye. You ever see that magazine? No, I didn't. It's just their political, like, there's a lot of political cartoons, and it's like one of the highest selling magazines in the UK. So it's like the New Yorker. I don't understand. It's the New Yorker. It's like a bunch of cartoons. No, I don't understand, but I read it anyway. You know, I don't understand any of it, but it's kind of fun. But all of the people, like, the, the places that voted the most to fucking leave are the places that depend the most on fucking exports from the EU. <laughs> so basically everyone's a goddamn idiot you know what it, what like is London your... they're not dependent on the EU at all they don't give, you know it doesn't matter to London but it matters to the fucking farmers like to rural communities out wherever the yeah. fuck and they need seeds or whatever farmers need you know like that's what ma- yeah. yeah where do they think they're gonna get the I mean I guess you could still yeah. import and export goods anyway but it's just, but it's gonna be more expensive now 
Yeah, and it's weird because it's like I never noticed before the Brexit thing just in London, like how many of the food service people are European. Yeah, no, they're all Polish. They're all Polish, Romanian, Italian, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's kind of like how, you know, in California, the Mexicans do all like the, uh, right. you know, food service yeah. or, um, or like maid service or things like that. It's all Mexican people here. Yeah. Whereas there, it's like all Polish people or Eastern European people. Well, Europe is weird because they can actually like differentiate between white people in Europe. Yeah. I can't fuck it. They're I like, know. oh, that guy's, I'm not Danish. I'm, you know, Swedish. I'm like, who gives a fuck? I don't care. You know? <laughs> just white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're white. yeah we don't I, differentiate I don't between white. Like, I'm not Ukrainian. I'm Georgian. No one gives a shit <laughs> Yeah, here. but you can still tell that the guy's like European. You know, and say, because if you're looking at an American, you could be like, that's an American white guy versus a Euro white guy who's kind of like thinner and a little more stylish. Right. A little more effeminate. There are some just, German, yeah. French faces maybe you can make out, but that's, yeah. you know, if they look like a cartoon, you know. Like, I think a, a typical American looks like Chris Christie. Like, that's, that's like a typical American. Like, if you see that guy, you're like, that guy is unmistakably American. Well, we set the standard and they're catching up. So Yeah, yeah, you know. they are. Yeah. So did you notice, did you see any, like, overt xenophobia or racism while you were there? Um, no, but I, I was talking to my bio dad's girlfriend and she's like, it's a little different now. Like, when they hear my bio dad's last name, which is a very Jewish last name. So even then, people are people uh, give him a look. You wow. know, people, yeah, and I it's like, dude, it's not like the Jews are coming over from Europe now. There are no Jews in Europe left, right? They've been if they're in the UK, they've been there for fucking like three generations. But I also didn't think the, the Jews were the issue here. I thought the issue was uh, like the Syrian refugees. People don't even they, know. Yeah. People don't even know what they're yeah. angry about. You know, no, especially especially not there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. I mean, if if it, with the, the, the isolationist philosophies, if we had maintain that attitude during World War II, I w it would have been Angeland, you know, yeah. that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? Jesus. Um, yeah, exactly. I you mean, it's, so what, what, what are their sentiments on the, on the new female prime minister? Um... I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. You know, I she's mean, like as conservative. As, but she's as conservative as Thatcher, though. No. Yeah, she's pretty conservative. I don't know, man. That's what I've heard from people. Okay. Like she's like, uh, like she's kind of along the lines of the Iron Lady. Okay. So I was wondering a lot of. Well, you know what, English fans, let us know how you feel about the new prime minister. Hmm. Anyway, sounds like you had a good time there. Um, the, the the one thing I was wondering because you're so you're spending a lot of time walking around London. You know, I noticed you posting some pictures yeah. of uh, of uh, Pokemon that you're catching, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, like is he playing the Pokemon? I game? was playing, it. and then I was like, "I'm over it now." Wait a second, Harrison is way too old to be playing the Pokemon. Dude, Go everyone game. playing that game is over fucking thirty. You right? should not be most over, at least half of the people. You should be over thirty five playing that game. Because did Pokemon play any kind of role in your in your youth? Well, no. I never played the like the 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 video games. I was the a little Game too Boy old for game, that. Yeah, I was a little you, too old for that. Do you play but the cards? When I was a drug addict, I watched the cartoon a lot, so I'm very familiar with the mythos of the universe. So, can you differentiate between the creatures? You know their names, their some powers. Of them, some of them. Not, I don't know their powers because I didn't play the game. You know, I was more watching the show while I was like nodding out. So, you know. so, so when you downloaded Pokemon Go, yeah, did you download it? For the express purpose to go meet other 
females playing Pokemon Go? Like, were you trying to pick no. up chicks, or were you actually like, no, my brother's going to go catch monsters? My brother and I were going to the fucking dogs, going to see the dogs, the dog track in Wimbledon, you know? The puppies. Yeah, yeah, we're going to watch the puppies. Uh, and he's like, yo, I've been reading about this game, you got to get it. So I download it, and we're fucking catching goddamn, you know, Pikachus uh, or whatever. Zubats in the fucking parking lot at the goddamn dog track. Um, how old's your brother? 23. So, okay, that, yeah. you know, I give him a pass. He's, no, but, they, you know, Pokemon probably played a seminal role in his youth. Right. You know, he probably... It played a seminal it. role in my drug addiction, you know? All right, I guess by proxy, <laughs> yeah. you, you might get a pass. But I, it, seriously, it's like anyone over, over 35 playing that game almost goes into the pedophile realm. What about people like me that can recite the fucking uh, Team Rocket oath, you know? I don't even know what that is. What's oh. Team Rocket? It's like, is that they're like the bad guys. Song? They're the bad guys. They're like an incestuous brother sister team. Of Pokemon players? Yeah. I don't, I don't even and know. And they hang around with a fucking sad cat. Who can like, you know, yeah. I sound like a curmudgeonly old bastard because I guess yeah. I am. But I do know my age and I know that I have no business playing a game like that. Yeah. Because I'm just playing it just, you know, just to like try to seem young. Because then try to connect to younger people. And you sound like Andy Rooney now. Well, no, I'm, I'm too old to play. Why are these but, people but playing see, Pokemon? No, I'll see people mm. playing Pokemon. That, yeah. Like like a co-worker of mine. Yeah. It's like, dude, you are way too fucking old to go to co- Pokemon meetups and go walk around hunting Pokemon. Yeah. You know, it's like, and now... No, it's, no, no, no. It's something you do while you're going to the store, you know? You shouldn't be... Going to... No, but they do this. All right. Like, my girlfriend's been playing Pokemon. Yeah. And her friends, like, they all meet up. And they, they meet up and they do Pokemon yeah. parties. You know where the the, um, the Pokemon gym in my neighborhood, or our neighborhood is? Where? It's like a derelict lot across from the Harvard House Motel. <laughs> which is like where you go to murder like a fucking Filipino prostitute. You know? That's what the motel... It's, it's, and yeah, it's fucked up. Well, what's funny about that game is... Uh, did you see that uh, people were playing Pokemon at the Holocaust Museum? So the Holocaust Museum had to tell people, like, you're not allowed to play Pokemon Go in here. You have to put your phones but, away. But there's a Jigglypuff. <laughs> no, you know, you, know, you know what it is? People are catching, I forget what they're uh, called, like, um, they're like these, like, gaseous cloud-looking Pokemon. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Zyklon yeah. B Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for some That's reason, the there, are, there was a heard. preponderance of these Zyklon B ones at yeah. the Holocaust Museum. That's which great. But leads me to think that... It's not all coincidence mm-hmm. where these different Pokemon live and mm-hmm. reside. Right. Like, I think there are certain Pokemon that live in certain areas because people have put them there. Or maybe they're playing a joke. But uh, I was talking to... Uh, my, my girlfriend's actually mm-hmm. telling me about this. Apparently, the game is based on a game called Ingress. Do you know that? Have you ever heard of that? Um, I've read about it. I've never played so it. So it's, it's mm-hmm. very similar. Like, you battle whatever. But yeah. you're in this, like... You know, world the the world of the Pokemon GPS thing where you walk around with your phone. Augmented start, reality. Yeah, you what you start, it started yeah. out as this ingress location, but with the ingress thing mm. a few years ago, you could put like those gyms mm. at any spots. Like you could choose them. So a lot of them were choosing like funny spots, like a Holocaust museum or right. a uh, sex shop or right. a strip club. And so they just kept that same ingress world and they added Pokemon characters right. to it. So now you're finding Pokemon gyms yeah. at just these random locations. Well, the, um, you know, the strip club, Jumbo's Clown Room, right near us, that's, it, that's a Pokestop. That's a Pokestop. You can go to get items there. Wow, that's kind of funny. And catch shit in the parking lot. 
I think that's the picture I saw that you yeah, posted. Yeah, was yeah. That, <laughs> the thing. Anyway, I think this game is annoying as shit. Well, I'm like over fucking, it already. I get I'm addicted glad. to these things for like a week and then I'm done. I'm thinking this is going to last about a month and then yeah. everybody's going to be done. As soon as the old start playing in it, you know, and like posting pictures to their Facebook page, the young people are going to be like, I'm over it. Now, you yeah. know, that was cool about a month ago. Yeah. You know, beginning of July, it was cool. Right. And I'm hoping that happens, you know, fast because I'm, I'm really annoyed. It's, it annoys me when I'm driving around, you know, driving around uh, Hollywood or whatever, and you see these fucking idiots just wandering into the street. Oh, yeah. Staring at their phones. I'm catching things on my dashboard while I'm driving around. Uh, see that? It, I saw some, <laughs> some some guy, I guess in New York, uh, saw a rare water Pokemon dragon creature thing. Right. And so he starts trying to catch it while he's driving his brother's 96 Honda Accord. Went off the road, smashed into a tree, almost died. Yeah. And uh, to try to, and then he had to like the cops were like, "Well, what happened? Are you drunk? No, he's totally sober. I was trying to catch the Pokemon water dragon thing." I know, like, man, I tried to get him before. You know, could you imagine if that's your 28 year old unemployed son? Um, it's like, what did you do today? Oh, you totaled your brother's fucking car because you're trying to catch an imaginary creature. I don't know. If I had a 28 year old unemployed son, I'd I'd feel like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> you know, yeah, it wouldn't just, it wouldn't phase me. My favorite thing about that story is uh, the brother who now doesn't have a car anymore. Yeah, was trying to do a GoFundMe um, to crowdsource some funds to get another '96 Honda Accord. And he's so far raised two hundred and fifteen dollars. What the fuck? Because no one gives a shit. But still, that's more two hundred fifteen dollars <laughs> more than he should have. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I mean, it's kind of like how much does a ninety six Honda Accord cost? Right. Probably not that much. And that thing, goddamn, ninety six. Wow. Yeah. Riding that rocket. Right. But anyway, you're hearing all these stories where people are like setting up um, like Pokemon lures and Pokemon stops. Sure. And like children are going over to like these abandoned uh, buildings and, great. Uh, and and car parks yeah. and getting robbed because right. people, you know people are just sitting there and they show up. Like this must be. This is like. Look, the, there's gonna be casualties. All right. Well, you I'm know? just waiting and for everything. kids to start getting raped. Like yeah. a Nambla member. This is like a yeah. gift from God. This is like manna from heaven for a Nambla guy. Well, in that lot near us where the gym is, there's a lot of shady looking homeless guys. I bet you there's a lot of sex offenders just kind of oh, hanging sure. out. I'm sure. You know, I'm surprised they don't just set a Pokestop lure, pull their pants down, jerk off, and just wait for the children to show up. Right. Because you know that's going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, if Pokemon wasn't annoying enough, okay, it wasn't annoying enough. It wasn't if it if it didn't cause people to stare at their phones that much more. You know, you look at my work. I'm surprised mm. our work hasn't banned the game yet. Yeah. You know, or at least blocked the IP. Well, it turns out that that I'm if it's just the fact that it's fucking annoying mm. doesn't make you stop playing it. Maybe this will. It's racist. Okay. Black Lives Matter because of the Meowth. Because of Meowth, I don't even know what that is. Discrimination against Meowth. Is that a black character? He's a Pokemon. But is it like a blackface Pokemon? No, but he's discriminated against by the other Pokemon and by humans because he's in between. He's like a mixed (laughs) race creature, you know. (laughs) But but is it just an ugly Pokemon or something? No, he instead of learning the attacks that Pokemon's have, he learned English, uh, so he could talk to humans. But he'll never really be one of them. And the other Pokemon are like, fuck that guy. They're like the Amish. You know, they oh, wait. So he, the other Pokemon yeah. are racist towards this Pokemon. Oh, yeah. yeah they don't like but what him. about humans? Do they care? They like tolerate him, but they're not going to like let him hang out in a restaurant. You know? Hmm. So he's kind of like a traitor to the other Pokemon. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He's, he's neither one thing nor the other and both. Well, I think, uh, I think the thing is, is that uh, the game. Okay. If you're a black guy playing that game. All right. You could be killed. 
And I think that's what uh, that's the problem that the Black Lives Matter movement has with it. Mm. So a few uh, activists were saying that uh, it's much safer to play Pokemon Go, which requires you to walk around the neighborhood, if you're a white person okay. and you live in that neighborhood. Right. Because I think a white person, I mean, obviously, if a white person was walking through the ghetto or, or I think you should change that statement to if you're a black person, you could be killed. You don't need to, any any other parts to that. Just say that. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. I mean, if a black guy was walking around Beverly Hills, right, at like nine o'clock at night, right, or if like three black guys were walking around Beverly Hills at like nine o'clock at night playing this, yeah, don't you think someone's going to call the cops? Um. Yeah, of course. And then the cops are going to show up, right? And then they're probably going to shoot them because they're black guys, right. in Beverly Hills. Yeah. So if you're if you're black, no, I and mean, the LAPD are are. You know, insanely racist. And chances are the police are going to stop yeah. you and question you. But if, I like, knew a guy, not a friend of mine, but like a comics colleague dude, black dude who lived here. And he's like, it's too racist here. I'm going back to Tennessee. He said L.A. was too racist. Yeah. He was going back to Tennessee. Yeah. If that well, tells you anything. The thing is, know? in Tennessee, though, there there are like a lot more just black communities. Right. Sure. You know? in the south in general right we're both experts on fucking yeah. black communities but I'm just saying I bet you like that. you and I could probably walk around you know the Hollywood Hills playing Pokemon right and probably not get as questioned as like you no. know two black guys yeah I've done all sorts of fucked up shit I actually shit think there. someone should do that like do a viral video where like three thugged out looking dudes go walk around like Beverly Hills playing Pokemon and see what happens chances are they'll the, probably they'll get die. shot I yeah mean, they'll probably what, get what shot you, and then yeah. there'll be another casualty um, the the other thing is you can apparently and I, and I don't know about this. I haven't really played the game, but it's racist because you can set yourself up as a, as a white avatar hunting down or collecting, shooting the black monsters in your neighborhood. Is that true? No. What black monsters? I don't know. Or you just said like there's they're different... animals. They're like cats and fucking <laughs> snakes and shit. But it says here that you could actually be a white avatar if you wanted to. Like, can you just choose an avatar? Like, can you be like a white supremacist avatar? You can be any skin tone you want to be. Oh, so you could be a black guy. Then. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's so just then... the, 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 the interface of the game is they don't explain anything. You have to figure it out or look it up online. It's really kind of confusing. Yeah, you could be any skin tone you want. All right. So yeah. you can design your own avatar. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. so then I don't know if I believe this. But anyway, they're saying that I'm yeah. walking around in circles you know, it's uh, the the chances of a black guy having the police call on them is so much higher than a white guy. So I, I would like to know. Like, I, I think I think they should do a viral video here right. and uh, have some thugged out dudes mm. playing Pokemon in white neighborhoods and see what happens. Well, because when you're well, the thing is when you're like trying to catch one of the Pokemons, you're holding your phone out almost like a gun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so at night, yeah. And they already had in Florida, actually. There's already mm. a, a homeowner shot at a couple kids playing Pokemon. I saw that, in yeah. Yard. Um, but, I mean, that's, you know. So this article, a link to a Tumblr post, explains how to walk and play Pokemon as a black person. Yeah. So here's some tips. Right. First, dress cute. So I guess you shouldn't be wearing baggy pants and, uh, like, you know, a thug life gold chain or something. Okay. You, you got to dress cute. So maybe you should be wearing like a I don't know, Japanese schoolgirl outfit or something. Okay. <laughs> um, second, bring a non-black friend with you. Of course. So you should you should probably bring a guy like Harrison. I'm been, I've been that guy, and he and will I'm go Pokemon hunting with you. I've gotten pulled over in that situation, and I like I really crank up the white. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, officer, we've been lost here. You know, it's great. 
I saw uh, yeah. I saw this uh, shirt that some black guy was wearing that just said in like big bold letters, like gold yeah. lettering. It said, "Dear Police, I'm a blonde white woman." Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe you should get a shirt like that, so please know. Mm. Um, second here, avoid white neighborhoods. Right. So if you're a black guy, you probably shouldn't be playing Pokemon in like Beverly Hills. Uh, they also say walk a dog, go into stores, and buy something. Basically, you got to put white people at ease by seeming as childish or as bookish as possible. Mm. So I, I think you can't go out looking like Tupac playing that game. Well, you could, but you can go out. The question, my question is, you can go out looking like Steve Urkel. But can you go out looking like Stefan Urkel? Ooh, his his uh, alter is that his ego. Alter ego. Yeah, the way he drinks Urkel? the potion that he made. Oh, and then and he then, comes all suave and smooth and stylish. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you could. Hmm. Because that's the type of uh, black guy that white people right. find threatening. And Urkel also had an Urkel bot, so he could just send the Urkel bot to do that shit, hmm. and he wouldn't have to leave the house. That also makes yeah, sense. That's, that's interesting that Urkel had an Urkel bot. Because small did. wonder, who do you think uh, if they battled? Small wonder, because small. I feel like small wonder could just break your neck. Vicky, I feel like she, Vicky had, she did that. She was like a Terminator. Yeah, she, she could just break strength. your fucking neck, you know. Um. So, so it's not only is that game racist. Yeah. But uh, PETA is against the game too. PETA says they have a problem with Pokemon. PETA Go. has a problem with everything that it, on the earth. PETA, the, <laughs> the people for the ethical treatment of animals, right. say that Pokemon Go exploits animals. They're not real. They're not real. They're no. fictional creatures from a children's cartoon, but PETA still feels that they're suffering. So they've actually created their own game. But instead of capturing Pokemon, you actually set them free. So you're setting the Pokemon free. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And they're capturing them. You know? I mean, you think about it. This is what they say. Pokemon have suffered at the hands of their cruel trainers. Help PETA free mm. Pikachu and his Pokemon friends as they struggle for Pokemon liberation. So there you go, people. Mm. I mean, it's like, not only is this game racist... Not right. only is it retarded, yeah. not only does it completely waste your time and you should be just go out there reading Nietzsche or something, you know, or listening to uh, podcasts, like fine podcasts like this one. Um, you know what happened when I got back? I was like hanging out with this, this girl that I'm seeing and, uh, you know, we're in her yard and there's like a dove in a tree, right? And it's a nest. And, and she goes up and the dove like flies away. And then she's like, oh, this is the dove's baby. You know, and she takes the baby out of the the tree. Wait, she took the the. And it was it an egg or did it? Hatch? It was a baby. It was a. It was just you know it's a tiny little bird. Yeah, yeah, tiny little okay. bird. Because she's I don't know takes care of takes care of birds. Wait, what did the, the thing abandon it? Oh yeah, well it came back later, but um, and saw that it's baby. It's like time. fuck this. <laughs> I'm getting out of Dodge. <laughs> There's some crazy fucking people here. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Kid, you're on your own, you know? It was very upset. It was very upset. Wait, so you're saying the mother dove came back, its baby wasn't there, and it freaked out? Yeah. Well, wait. No, no, no. The the dove just took off. And then later, you know, we're like playing with the baby, and then she puts it back. And then later, I see that the, the... you know the mother dove is back, or the fa- it was a father dove. She said, "Oh, okay, because so the fathers apparently hang around with the with doves." She knows That's a lot about birds. The mothers yeah. actually go out. Oh, wow, yeah. Mm. So anyway. it's like a role reversal. And I was like, "Isn't they gonna? Are, isn't the baby gonna be abandoned now because it has human scent or something?" Yeah, does that happen in the bird world? I guess it does, but I guess all birds are different, you know. So was the dove just like you? Yeah, you were manhandled a bit, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that, you know, the cat's wh- in the cradle and the silver spoon. And what exactly does this have to do with Pokemon Go? It, it's an animal. Just liberating an animal? It. Well, we caught it. 
<laughs> and then we let it go. You know what I mean? We caught the thing. I have pictures of it in my hand. Um, it's a cute little bird. It's a little beak there. You know? hmm. Yeah. I wonder if, it's, if something like this might actually happen, if people are going to go out and play real-life Pokemon Go. We did. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you pretty much did. <laughs> But I wonder if they're going to do it with, like, homeless people we or didn't, something. We didn't try to put the fucking, you know, put it in a ball, in a pokeball, you know, and be like... <laughs> you just gonna, stuff it in a yeah. ball? I choose you, baby dove, and then I throw the ball out, and there's just the dead dove inside, you know? Mark my words, it's a matter of time till pedos start playing Pokemon with children. And kids are going to get shoved in little balls. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like they're gone. You're going to be like, why? Because they played Pokemon Go. Of course. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the root of all evil. It all right. starts now. Yeah. It all starts with one in a seemingly innocuous game. Get ready. Next thing you know, downfall of humanity. I'm ready. Bill, is episode 541 here, Sick and Wrong. Um, you are more than welcome to send us stories. Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Yeah. We might do them. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. I'm not sure. It depends on Harrison's whims at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some stories to get to, and we have some great phone calls. We have some angry Scotsmen who called up specifically to berate Harrison. Fantastic. We're going to get to that in a bit, but Lovely. first, here's a word from AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one free item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And what's that free exclusive gift? It's the Clip Bumper, the ideal pleasure ring for couples. He'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder, longer. It increases the strength of orgasm, and she'll love the way the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. The unique bumper stimulates her clitoris, and it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit. The Clip Bumper's made of premium silicone, it's waterproof, and it's compatible with all water-based lubes. Use code DIDDLE at checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at adamandeve.com. So, Harrison, uh, maybe this is why you're playing the Pokemon game. Have you heard of the uh, the porn parody, Strokemon, that no, just came out? No, I have not. See, that I could see you being a little more into Strokemon. Actually, I could see you probably combining the two, Pokemon Go and Strokemon. Strokemon. If it's go. got Misty and Team Rocket, I'd be in. I, I'm interested. Color you know, me interested. It's from. Uh, have you seen that website? The the cheeky porn website, WoodRocket.com. No, they do a lot of porn parodies. I'm a little fringier than that, man. Yeah, you know. But I mean, you see it on. It's they always yeah. do a porn parody, and then they release like a YouTube safe video, and it goes viral. Yeah, well, that's what happened here. All right. So a Pokemon, a Pokemon porn parody exists called Strokemon. Great. Tells the tale of Gash, who is trained to be the very best and has touched many balls. Um, hmm. Gash is joined by his faithful friend and mega babe, Dikachu. Or Dikachu. It's probably Dikachu. Um, and she's hot, actually. Uh, she's got like a yellow body, and, but like the front is exposed to her breasts are yellow. It's kind of, it's kind of attractive. Thing. Look up Dikachu. All right. I'm- All right. <laughs> Great. I'll do um, that. Apparently, Thank Dikachu is played by Rizzo Ford, who's a, a popular porn star. The team must catch Strokemon, such as Fisty and Cock. Um, okay. Dikachu looks like the most fucking frightening <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. How would you describe Dikachu? F- uh, it kind of looks like um, <laughs> something you might see if you lived in the world of the Purge, maybe, or maybe like you know, uh, Mister Boogie from the Sinister. His like 
female cousin. It does. It yeah. is something you would see on the badass and trip. Yeah, but Dear um, God in hell. I mean, Jesus Christ. I still think this is a better appropriation yeah. of Pokemon than a stupid iPhone. App, I like though. the Misty though. Misty's hot. What yeah. is Misty supposed to be? Is she a uh... the chick with the with the fucking Daisy Dukes in the yellow shirt? Oh yeah, redhead. she's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, you see her Comic Cons everywhere. There's like twenty fucking five hundred of them. So anyway, people, yeah. even though you're annoyed with Pokemon, you should just start walking around with your phone watching Strokemon. I think uh, I think it's a better use of your time. What a nightmare this is! Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you personally offended being a Pokemon fan? I'm not a Pokemon fan. You, you've right? downloaded the app. I know a right? lot about it. You know, I come on. All right, next story here. Uh, did you ever hear about that guy, the Gold Man in India? No. So this guy apparently bought one of the world's most expensive shirts, made entirely of gold, and he bought it, I guess, to like be on a uh, dating app to show women how wealthy he is. Um, even though he wasn't exceptionally wealthy, he wasn't like Sultan Sheik wealthy, like Saudi mm. Arabian Sheik wealthy. He was just a wealthy businessman, like a money lender. And uh, apparently we just walk around like fully decked out in a gold shirt. Okay. Um, well, not surprising, or not surprisingly here, he's been uh, allegedly battered to death. Hmm. Because you got to admit, he's probably kind of an annoying guy. I'm surprised Trump doesn't Gold's wear pretty gold heavy. Shirt. I mean, you would get back problems, I feel like, after a little while. Well, you'd think that'd be kind of like chain mail. Yeah. You know, but it didn't really, mm. it, it didn't protect his head from the baseball bats. Right. Um, I'm surprised Trump doesn't. Doesn't Trump kind of like bedeck himself in gold? He does, yeah. So I'm surprised he doesn't get a gold shirt. Um, so the guy's name is Dada Fuge. He shot in the global limelight in 2013 when he bought a shirt made more than, made more, made with more than three kilograms of gold. Okay. Worth $250,000. Um, people knew him around India called the gold man. So 12 people attacked Mr. Fuge. He's 48 years old on Thursday night. One of the suspects had actually invited him and his 22-year-old son to celebrate a birthday party at an open ground and a campground or something when 12 guys jumped out and attacked him with stones and sharp weapons. Yikes. Unfortunately, his son actually witnessed him being, his father Why? being murdered. Just to steal the gold shirt? I think just to take the gold. I mean, the guy walks around. That's the dude dumb. would walk around. He wore gold yeah. all over his body, his right. knuckles, neck, and wrists. Um, with signet rings, chunky bracelets, a medallion, and a two hundred fifty thousand dollars shirt. You're walking around India, right? One of the like uh, India is practically a third world country, right? It's like one of the poorest nations. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, like this dude should not even. This guy should not leave his house. No, you know he should just no. stay in his house. Yeah. Maybe even drive around his car, but even then, he shouldn't be, be doing that. You know how like people here, you are a little concerned about certain dodgy mm. areas of LA walking around like with your iPhone out. Yeah, this guy's wearing a two hundred fifty thousand dollars shirt. But I mean, I feel like the the smart way to do that job, right, is you do what they did, but then you jump out with masks, you hit him in the back of the head once. Hopefully, he just gets a mild concussion. He gets knocked out. You steal his shit, and then you leave. And then when the cops show up. There's no dead body to investigate. It's just like, oh, I have a gold shirt and these people took it. And the cops would be like, of course they did. Get the fuck out of here and go catch Pokemon somewhere. We don't care. That's I how mean, you that, do that I think, job. I, I definitely think that makes more yeah. sense than inviting the guy to a picnic and just yeah. jumping out, having you 12 need, guys you, beat him with yeah. baseball bats. The more people on a job, the more fucked it's going to get. Don't, you know, call me first, please. But the fact of the matter is, what are you going to do with a solid gold shirt? <clears throat> 
That's a great question. You I melt- mean, are you going to fence it? Who's going to buy it? You could melt it well, okay, into something how if you have are a you, forge. Do you, can you melt it in your in your bathtub? Like, where are you going to melt this thing? I don't know. On your oven? You know, you, you got to find somebody with a forge. I mean, Is there like an ancient dwarf around here? Maybe he has a forge? I don't know. I mean, the guy wore a big yeah. medallion and uh, chunky bracelets and shit. So you could probably sell those. Right. But a gold shirt? You got to sit on it for five years. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could, once people have forgotten, you know. Um, he, he uh, a quote that Mr. Fuse said, he goes, mm. some people ask me why I'm wearing so much gold. No shit. Mm. Uh, but it was my dream. People have different aspirations. Some elite people want to own an Audi or Mercedes and have mm. big cars. I chose gold. Okay. But the thing is, you'd think a guy wearing a solid gold shirt like that would be someone like Trump, some you know racist billionaire who lives in a mansion. This yeah. dude just comes as a modest guy, like living in a normal house. But he had a two. He put all his money into getting. I think a gold you could shirt. safely say that he wasn't a modest guy. I'm sorry. All right, he wasn't a modest. I'm going to take a leap. But I'm and, saying he, he okay. had a modest home. All right, sure. It's like it wasn't like a palatial mansion that you'd think mm. a guy wearing a gold shirt would have. Right. However, he's well off, and he wasn't apparently not kind of gullible so right. uh, so there you go but mm. keep in mind people if you're gonna go mug somebody wearing a gold shirt you might want to be a little more um clever about it yeah you know consult me first yeah please. consult harrison he's good with that uh, well, well, what do you have here harrison oh i got a story here a central pennsylvania man was charged thursday after police say he sprayed fluid used to embalm a human brain on marijuana that he then smoked Ooh. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No. See, it's, isn't that called like a wet joint? It's called a wet. Is it called wet. sherm or sherm something else? I think sherm is PCP. Okay, yeah. You but I think right when you that. have a wet joint, because I think what they do is don't they just yeah, dip it? Yeah, it's liquid PCP. You're right. Yeah, don't they yeah. dip it into embalming fluid and then it dries yeah. and then they sell it because it's a wet joint? Oh, yes. I've, I've never even encountered that. Mm. However, I have, a, I, have smoked a, I have smoked sherm before. I've had a wet burrito. I've never had a wet joint, though. I, so, I give it a shot only because, I mean, I heard it's not great for you, but I'm sure you could do it once and be fine, right? I don't know. Yeah, but you don't even like weed, though. Oh, yeah, I don't like weed. You're right. So I imagine I'd put it on like, a cigarette, you know? You could do yeah, it with a regular cigarette. Yeah, you probably yeah. do it. No, you know, if someone told it's me... Because like, it's like ghoulish. It's like something Boris Karloff would do in an old movie, you know, I feel like. <laughs> I'm smoking a wet yeah. joint. <laughs> Oh, pass that over here, Boris. <laughs> puff, puff, give, <Yeah>. Boris. <laughs> so, uh, state police in Carlisle uh, charged Joshua Lee Long, 26, with abuse of a corpse and conspiracy. Court records indicate Long's aunt contacted detectives on June 21st after finding a human brain in a department store bag under a porch while cleaning out a trailer. So, wait, did, wait, did she live with him, or did, did he? They live together. It's not clear. And so he just the the his area where to store this human brain was. Just, you got a knot that's cleaning shit, moving shit around, getting into things. Hide it better. Just you know? stick the brain under the trailer. Yeah, I mean, wow. God. Where do you get the brain? In the and first why would place? she ask? Why would you immediately call the police and not ask him? Like, hey, what's up with this? She's dropping well, a dime. Yeah, that's not cool. I don't know. I mean, you know. if you have your sketchy nephew living with you because he can't live with his parents and he's living in your trailer and then you find like body parts. Maybe he's a DIY medical student. Who knows? You know? I would be a little, I would think, I'm thinking Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe man. he's making a Frankenstein. <laughs> he's definitely making something. Yeah. Okay. Well, Long allegedly told her during a phone conversation from the Cumberland County Jail 
that he used the formaldehyde soaked pot to get high. Okay. Uh, don't, yeah, when you're in jail, you got to be careful what you say over the phone, people. I mean, <laughs> this is like basic shit. This is well, I mean, real basic shit, guys. But was she freaking out like, who did you murder? Who did you murder? And then he's like, no, no, don't yeah. worry about it. We are just dipping joints in there to get high. Right. Well, I mean, you find a brain, you and know. Where do you find a brain? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I, I, well, like he probably stole it from a university. They said that the coroners who examined the brain believe it was most likely a stolen teaching specimen. Yeah, he probably got yeah. it from like a high school or a, yeah. or a university. Long supposedly named it Freddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. So, did he, I bet yeah. you he and his buddy broke into like a, a college, stole this brain. Yeah. And then they're just sitting like, dude, let's go get Freddy. Abby Normal. hang with Freddy this weekend? I would have called it Abby Normal, but. Wow. Me. Yeah. yeah, we're going to have to use the Freddy intro. Okay. I mean, just just in tribute to this guy. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. ingenuity. It is. It is. I uh, I mean, I feel like they don't grave robbing. You know, it's kind of fallen out of fashion. <laughs> you know, it used to be like a big deal. Yeah, it's not in vogue yeah. anymore. I think no. now you steal body parts and then uh, smoke the formaldehyde. So you just dip a joint in it. I mean, they can sprayed you actually... the joint with it. Oh, they sprayed the yeah. joint. I guess you don't have to wait as long for it to dry, you know. So I'm I'm assuming the brain is just suspended in embalming fluid, right? And so then they just get like a spritzer and just spray it down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. It is a good idea. Yeah. I wonder what the high is like. I'm sure we have a, a listener who's done this before. Yeah, please let us know. Yeah, let Curious. us know. I yeah. bet you D. Michael has smoked an embalming oh. fluid joint before. I'd bet some money on you that. Know, come to think of it, I think we've actually had a caller that's called in something about this. Can you just order embalming fluid like off the internet? I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is giving Harrison ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I what mean, happens if you drink a shot of it? I don't know. Hmm. We, we don't like recommend doing this. Yeah, people. you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I remember when uh, when I was in high school, we used to buy weed from this guy. I'm just gonna call him Jim because people I went to high school with actually do listen to the show. So we, we bought a, we bought weed from this guy Jim, and Jim was a total hessian. Like, he looked mm. like a high school Hessian, always wore, like, the same Metallica shirt. Right. And uh, one time, me and my friend Kessler went over there, and he lived in the basement of his parents' house. And the funniest thing, his parents were, like, Jehovah's Witnesses or something. They were, like, right. super Christian. And uh, this metalhead Hessian son lived in the basement with, like, a yeah. tank with piranhas. Hmm. And uh, I think he had, like, a big snake. But anyway, we go over there. We're buying weed from him, and we're, like, hanging out. This is an all right guy. But it was one of those things where you wouldn't just get the weed and leave. You had to, like kick it with them for a little bit. I thought Jehovah's Witnesses were just like, oh, you can't have a birthday. Now they're Christian. I know, but there's nothing like, that's like, thou shalt not have snake or any, you know, it's just well, like, you can't have a birthday or Christmas or some shit. You can't have a birthday or Christmas, but yeah. you're also like, I mean, you, you can't obviously do drugs. Oh, and I, you know, or listen to heavy metal music. And so basically they had their version of Satan, you know, their the equivalent of Satan living in their basement. Oh yeah. Okay. But anyway, so we go over there to go have weed and we're like, sitting there waiting for him to get it and like you know you spend the obligatory 25 minutes or something hanging out mm. and uh, we're smoking a joint with him and we're about to leave and then he's like you guys want to see something cool and so he goes back in his closet and he pulls out a fucking skull still attached to a human vertebra nice. like it was a human skull attached yeah. to a ver like vertebrae is like the a jaw whole spinal, still on it spinal the jaw column. still on the, th the yeah no it's like okay. a full skull you're we're just talk like, like hi well we're just I'm, like whoa yeah. dude where'd you get that yeah and he and his friends went to the the cemetery and just like broke into a mausoleum and took it uh, and so we were just kind of like he's like don't tell anybody all right we're just like yeah, all right that's cool yeah that's fine 
And so we just kind of like, whatever. Of course. And you know, it was a good like maybe two months before he finally got caught. How I think it's because he was just he showing just showed it to everybody. He was just showing it to everyone. God, what a and you know, the thing is, like, we were kind of freaked out yeah. about it at first. Cause, like, oh, this is weird. But it yeah. didn't deter us from going back there to buy weed. Sure, yeah. You know, it's just like, whatever. It's yeah. a little weird. It's fine. But, you know, if that, that seems like the type of dude that would steal a brain. Dead people are dead. You know? That's yeah, okay. Why not? You can do what you want with them. Make art with the right. body parts. All right. Last story we got here came in from a guy named EF. He says, I bet Harrison would still shag her. You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. You probably are. Um, Scottish woman named Miss Hitler, 2016, in neo-Nazi beauty pageant. I'm going to stop you there. I'm already going to say yes. Of course. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you saying yes because just she's into Hitler? Are you saying yes because it's like some kind of weird Nazi fantasy? Or are you saying yes because you're just assuming she's in a beauty pageant she's very attractive? All, all of the above. All of the above. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. So uh, the National Action Beauty Pageant has been condemned by critics for inciting racial hatred. Mm. Uh, National Action is a white supremacist group um, that is from Britain. I guess it's some kind of Brit- British white supremacist group, which kind of bo- it, it sort of surprises me that they would idolize Hitler. Didn't Hitler try to destroy their country? No, he just tried to take it over. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for us, they would be living, uh, you know, under German control, Nazi control. Yeah, but that's ancient history, dude. Uh, how soon they forget. <laughs> um, I, bl- I, blame, uh, I blame Stella for that. Right. Anyway, a Scottish woman has been crowned Miss Hitler 2016 in a beauty pageant organized by the National Action, um, which kind of sounds like an 80s synth pop band. It does, yeah. National, the National Action, Action yeah. yeah. I could see them like doing like a version of Don't You Want Me, Baby. Right. Um, <laughs> With real soft lighting, soft yeah. focus in the video, you know. <laughs> Um, they set up the competition to raise awareness of its female supporters who rarely get much spotlight or recognition. You know, it always kind of surprised me when you meet like a, a woman who's like so overtly racist. Dude, what, do you remember, remember like when people used to use live journal back in like the mid aughts? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I had a, I had a live journal and um, I used to talk to a lot of Nazi chicks on there. Were they hot? Yeah, there was a in the very like very early mm. days of Sick and Wrong. There yeah. was a girl that was a Nazi yeah. um, who was super into the show. She was really into me for some reason. She kept like she'd send me messages on Facebook saying that she wanted to hate fuck me. Sure, because she's never had sex with a Jew before. No, it's great. Yeah, but this girl actually uh, was friends with um, what's his name, Anthony from Opie and Anthony. Remember, you know, that? sure, yeah. And Wait, so he's the one who got fired, Anthony right? Cumia, yeah, yeah. yeah. She actually like had sex with the dude and like okay. hung out with the guy. And the guy, yeah. I don't know if the guy's a white supremacist, right. but he definitely has sex with white supremacists. Okay, sure. And so we, she was like, "You want, um, you want to send us a shirt?" And I was like, "Sure." And so she, I sent them sick, like our first Coca Cola sick and wrong shirt. Mm-hmm. And it uh, didn't really do anything for us, but okay. whatever. She did send me some sexy pics back. I'll also show you. She had all these swastika and like swastika tattoos and spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you probably would have shagged her. Of course. Yes. I, I just I always find it just, it's just weird yeah. to me. It's just slightly unnerving when I meet a girl who's just filled with racial hatred. Mm. It's just, it's, it's always kind of weird. Um, slightly I, arousing. Yeah. It is. Uh, the winner who, uh, they won't identify, appears in photographs with the lower half of her face covered. Which, which leads me to question, like, how do you judge a beauty competition when you can only see half her face? Yeah. And don't you think if you're a Own racist... Own your fucking shit, man. Well, that's the thing. If you, if you guys are proud white supremacists, right. why aren't you showing your face to everybody so you can let people know? 
Well, I have a career as a social media manager, and I want to fuck that up. <laughs> Actually, what am I doing? Well, I mean, we're using fake. We shouldn't talk, but whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, we're not hiding our faces. We're not. It's you know, true. He's like, you know, yeah. we're, we, we have a There's pseudonym. A thin layer of obfuscation. Yeah. You know, uh, that any amount of effort you can, it's fine. So on the group's website, they ask you a series of questions. Like, well, you know, why did you get drawn to the cause and all that? She said she didn't want to believe that the Jews are the enemy. She did not want to believe that. Right. As she was brought up to believe that they're very similar to Christians. Which uh, Judeo-Christian beliefs are rather similar. Right. Although we look a bit different. I mean, except for the, the holiday every year when we drink blood out of a Christian baby's skull. <laughs> Other than that, it's totally... Except a, for a the Borg. Jew claws yeah. and like the, the hook nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, eventually, the Jewish propaganda became too obvious to ignore. Mm. So she became involved with the national action. Okay. It's like, you know, Jewish propaganda had to rail against that. So uh, she joins a white supremacist faction. Ask which one person she would kill if she could get away with it, which they should actually use that at the Miss Universe competition, you know, Miss America. Yeah. Who would you kill if you could? She said uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Oh. And so, yeah, she'd put her in one of her camps and let her pet refugees do the rest. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, as, as you could probably have guessed here the board of deputies of british jews have condemned the group and its pageant they said it's a clear case of inciting racial hatred there's a board of deputies what the board of deputies of british jews that doesn't sound good yeah i don't like the sound of that at all (laughs) (laughs) i wonder do you get like a how do you know if you're a board member yeah uh i'm not sure um, I don't know if you get like a little card or something or badge. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they said it's they said it's the uh, possibly the ugliest beauty contest ever held. Which it somehow, sounds like it somehow. Could be. You know, maybe, I think uh, I Trump actually praised it. Said he might do his own Miss Hitler pageant here in the U.S. Where so, you? What's your source on that? I, I just made that. Okay, up. all right. But would you be surprised? I mean, he retweets a lot of shady stuff. You know. <laughs> With the Death Star of David, you know. He, he didn't read, yeah. you know, in Trump's defense, he didn't retweet this Miss Hitler story okay, and say, right. what a good idea. He didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. Even though I would not be surprised. Uh, the National Action said that we hope this, this contest will grant a unique insight into our movement that will challenge the widely held preconceptions society has about the far right. Mm. Really? Preconceptions, huh? I think uh, these, I, I think our conceptions actually hold true. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you're, very... you're, you're idolizing Hitler. Right. <laughs> and secondly, uh, if you're going to have Scottish women competing in a beauty pageant, yeah. you have to see their whole but face. But if you've ever talked to these people, they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's different, <laughs> because, but it's not. It's like the it's same. It's not different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, you're inciting racial hatred. Right. Yeah. No, um, but it, it's really bizarre, you know. And in general, I feel like most of the Nazis I've spoken to these days are really more concerned about Muslims. Well, it's, it's refugees. You know, now. they'd be willing to like, you know, like begrudgingly team up with a Jew to fight Muslims, I feel like. Like it's a great buddy comedy just waiting to happen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what you get like a, a Jewish, yeah. like a Jewish cop and, yeah. a, and a white supremacist cop. Yeah. It's yeah. called like Shlomo and the Obergruppenfuhrer or something, you know, call it that. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So what about Seth Rogen and Mel Gibson team up? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> this could be good. I love it. Now I got some movie. Can you get Paul Feig to write the movie? Yeah. Is it Feig or Feig? Um, 
It's the guy that wrote the new Ghostbusters. I think it's Paul Feig, actually. You'll get Paul Feig to write the movie. Hilarity will ensue. Right. I like where this is going. I I, I feel like they think that, and then they'll like, I don't know. They'll see see Gilbert Gottfried somewhere, and they're like, you know what? We were right. Jews are okay. No, they're bad. Yeah. You know, look at this Actually, guy. Actually, Mel Gibson and Gilbert Gottfried yeah. would be a good dynamic. Oh, that would be fucking That hilarious. would be a good movie. Yeah. That'd be a good movie. God, anyway, as I say before, yeah. if you're going to have Scottish women competing in your beauty pageant, you got to see their whole face. Because I've been to Scotland, and I've seen Scottish Tinder, and I still can't unsee that. I don't know. Scottish Tinder. You, you bitch some, about that a lot. I it's, don't know. it's the horror. You didn't horror. make it to Scotland. Yeah. You didn't make it to Scotland. But the accent, they drink though, so much. You know? The accent is hot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, people send your stories. Sing around podcast, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. Remember, yeah. there's a new hotline number, 323-522-4032. Before we get to that, here's another word from Adam and Eve. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So we got a few phone calls here to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. So as we were saying before, right. the Scottish were quite disgruntled about Harrison not showing up to Glasgow. And we mentioned before... I disappoint that, everybody somehow. No, but you know, the, the, fuck. the thing is, Harrison wasn't there to do a podcast tour and just like, you know... He didn't have ample time. It's not to like go I'm going to kill cities. Kenny. Like, yeah. oh, I, I have some relatives in Ireland that you know I never saw. Like, these are like, whatever. Well, the point of the point of you going there was to yeah. see your family. Yeah. So he didn't have time to go to Glasgow. However, the Scots aren't the most understanding individuals, no, I guess. No. Especially when they get extremely intoxicated. Okay. So he has yeah. some angry Scots that not only called once, they called twice, and they made a song. They made a song that they, about Harrison. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, there's some effort involved in your hatred of me that I will, I mad respect. Well, they're know? very creative. They're a creative yeah, yeah, bunch. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially yeah. when they drink a little bit of, yeah. of Scotch whiskey. Yeah. So uh, the first one, uh, the first call is uh, the, the Scotsman, drunk on Buckfast, I imagine, calling because they're angry with Harrison. All right, Dean Harrison. All right. Aye, so uh, we've kidnapped Harrison's family <laughs> in England because England are fucking shitholes. <laughs> Phil says no. Uh, I were quite disappointed. They're very hard to understand. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think you should listen to it and maybe listen to this call again okay, to try yeah. to decipher what they're saying. I'm, I'm getting it so but far. But I, I yeah. think that you're getting the general gist yeah. here. So he's saying he's disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Harrison couldn't make it. Yeah, and I packed for a trip up to Glasgow. Oh, yeah. I, when I was thinking about going, I'm like, hey, can I crash on your couch? Jesus, yeah. Harrison. Yeah, I mean, I thought a Scotsman would understand being fucking cheap. You know what I mean? That's like the thing. That's the thing we share, the Jews and the Scots. You know these guys wear you know? skirts without any underwear. I don't give a shit, you know? Anyway. It's fine. He's 
nice fucking. He does a dentist, baby. Alright, right, I'll fucking get something. Set up a. No. Yeah. Do, do you understand any of this? Let's go. 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 let us go it took a bit, a, a bit of a 180. All right. Spunk? What the fuck is that? the fuck do you think you're cancelling a night out on? Get my fucking ass up! <laughs> All right. Who's they cancelling sucky holes, mate? I want you to fly out of here! Do you dare hang up? No, I'm not going to hang up. Do you dare hang up? Probably. What? Harrison. Hold on. The what? The cunt wobbly? I don't know. I think he's upset because Penny Dreadful got cancelled. Yes. Very. <laughs> Harrison? Yeah. Very disappointed. Get fucked Look, if I had a All dime right. for every <laughs> Scotsman that was disappointed in me... So that's you know, what I'm saying. It's I'd, the yeah, the the tone yeah. shifted into outright anger. I'd have at least enough for a, a you know a iced latte. Yeah. So, so so anyway, these guys got really drunk on Buckfast. They drunk dialed the hotline a couple times yeah. and uh, expressed their their disappointment. And then they went to their computer and their musical instruments and they composed a song about Harrison. So let's play the song here. All right. This is from that band Grin Aids. Yep. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, mate, it's alright. We didn't even want a fucking night out anyway. The countryside is a lot of shit. Shove it up your ass. Methamphetamine isn't even a real drug, you cunt. Harrison. Alright. He's a fucking wank. Harrison. You gotta admit it's catchy. Yeah. Shove your night out in Glasgow. Up your fucking ass! Camden's full of fucking wanks. Alright. So well, there you go. Ed. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> Harrison is a wank. I failed to cement my alliance with the Scots, you know, but I mean, who hasn't historically? Hey, you so. inspired them to write a song. Yeah, I did. I yeah. sure did. Oh, right, and that's a, it's a great Van Halen tune that they based it off of. Right. Um, there you go. Yeah. Very creative bunch, those guys, they especially are. when they get drunk. We need more song parodies. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Sure. So, what well, make you know, next time, Harrison, we'll, we'll head up there. Yeah. I mean, it's not close I wanna to London. I want to go. I was like, I, you know, look, motherfuckers, I go every year. I'll go next year. And they're like, we might be dead by then. And I'm like, <laughs> how is that my problem? You know? I don't know. Like, Judging by how much they drink the in fuck? Scotland, that, that could be true. You yeah. never know. All right. All right. Well, well uh, sorry about that, Scotsman. But hey, you can listen to the show and get a, get a, an hour and a half of Harrison a week. Um, next, uh, next call here is a guy that's actually seeking advice. Okay. Seeking uh, some, our, our sage advice. Hi, my name's Tom. Uh, I called in a few months ago about a story of my... Um, lecturer wanking off a dog in class. Uh, I think he called me Dr. Monroe or something. Uh, Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau. Fucking <laughs> numpty. That's what... <laughs> you Philistine. Yeah, all right. 
Anyway, that's irrelevant. I'm calling you up today because I need some advice. Um, so my brother's getting married in um, a few weeks' time, and I'm his best man, and I need to come up with the best man's speech. I've never done this before. I'm only like 22, so, I, you know, I'm not very good at speaking in front of large crowds. Have you ever done that? Yes. Have you ever actually done a recently? I've been... Had a, been, like, delivered a best man's twice. speech? Twice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because yeah, basically, if you want me to go to your wedding, you make me the best man or else I'm not fucking going. <laughs> so wait, you will not attend a wedding I don't like going to weddings, so I'm not going to go, but if you put me I in, hate weddings, too. Yeah, if you make me a best man, I have to go. I'm like <laughs> compelled by the law of whatever, right? So I, I not only was the best man at my roommate's, yeah. when my roommate in college, I was the best man at his wedding, so I yeah. delivered a speech then. Okay. And then when he got divorced and he married the girl that, uh, that basically was a homewrecker, yeah. he married the girl he's having an affair with. I was best man at his second wedding. Got to yeah. do this, a speech a second time. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't that it's bad. To, yeah. I said it, you know, uh. the, the way I started the speech the second time, I was like, you know, I got to say this is the last time Yeah. I'm going to be speaking at your wedding. I did it at my dad's third wedding. Wow, your dad's third. Yeah. He's on number five. And um, I did it at a friend of mine's wedding. I did my sister's too. I yeah. usually what I my whole approach is funny anecdote, mm. best of luck. You right. know, it's like you give a you give it like you know a toast at the end, tell a funny anecdote. Yeah, best you tell of luck. a funny thing. You know, I, I think at my friend's wedding, I didn't think of anything until I just kept drinking and then I kind of winged it. <laughs> you know, but I can do that. Not, I don't recommend that for everybody. Um, I think when you do it at your best friends, then you got to talk about all the girls he banged in college. Especially the fat ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was like, yeah, he seems less miserable now. So, and he was pretty <laughs> fucking miserable before. So, good mazel tov. And I, I you know, at my dad's, I don't. I was high as fuck. I was so fucking high. It was unbelievable. Anyway, so oh, let's. I'm listening to a call. I'm yeah. sorry, I got distracted. People, but anyway. It's going to be quite a highbrow affair, so I don't know how embarrassing to make it, but there's one story that really uh, sticks in my head, which I kind of want to make, either make reference to or tell the story, because it's really fucked up in hindsight what, uh, what the story is. Anyway, when I was younger, my brother, as older siblings often do, used to be quite uh, harsh to me, I suppose. But anyway, uh, one of the things he used to do is called the biscuit trick, and basically, when his friends were there, or it, it, yeah, he would basically grab my head, put my head between his legs. And my brother's about seven years older than me, by the way. Uh, he, he grabbed my head between his legs, so my arse was sticking out, pulled my britches down, exposing my arse crack, and he'd put biscuits in my arse crack, and then he'd beckon the dogs over, and the dogs would eat biscuits out my arse crack as I'd be screaming and squirming. And he'd sometimes Jesus. put fucking whipped cream down there. He was, yeah, he was a really... I think that's kind of weird, isn't it? In this is really time, weird. Really, did you, yeah, did you hear that? My head. I think so. Anyway, so. Do, do I use this best man speech to get revenge? And, yes. You know, just like completely lower the tone of the wedding. And Wait, he was licking whipped cream out of dog's assholes? No, he was what? saying his brother would uh, humiliate him in front, of his, in front of his friends by grabbing his head, shoving yeah. it between his legs, yeah. holding him there, pulling his pants down, yeah. and putting biscuits in between oh, his biscuits, ass. biscuits, right. Yeah, in the, between his ass cheeks, <laughs> and then letting a dog eat the biscuits out of his ass. And they call themselves the aristocrats, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> No, so but do it, do it, and then do the aristocrats thing. Oh, you have to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to do that. Okay. Because this guy's a teacher now, by the way. I'd like to put in. I just solved your problem, buddy. There's another minute left. Hold fucking on. teacher. He's, he's, you know. 
He's a teacher too. Yeah. So yeah, what, how do I approach this as a best man's speech? Like do the aristocrats I, like, Completely joke. embarrass him, or do I just make like a subtle reference to his fiance? Like, hey, by the way, you know, if you ever, if you ever uh, offers to do the biscuit trick, politely decline, and then you know, maybe people will come and ask him in that. No, like, no context. Wedding, like, oh, what's yeah. the biscuit trick? What's the biscuit no, don't, trick? You'll have to divulge the information, or do I just stand at the back of the fucking church? With a dog and a packet of biscuits, and go, yeah, you fucking can't get ready for it. Um, yeah. What's your advice, guys? Mm. Um, for the best man's speech. All right, so so trip. Harrison, I think, has already yeah. kind of given you the best uh, piece of advice here. Yeah, you've already given him the best piece of advice, which right. would be to um, to yeah, to to say to to some somehow incorporate the aristocrats joke yes. within the after yeah. telling the story. I guarantee you, at least three people will get it. You know, I think not everybody knows that joke, but I think what he should do is the first thing is he should bring a pack of biscuits that he used to use. Yeah. And so right before the speech, put it down and put the whole thing of biscuits down in front of your brother. Yeah. And then proceed to start giving your best man speech. And your brother's going to be freaking out because he thinks you're going to start telling the biscuit, the biscuit joke. You're explaining the whole biscuit. uh, What is this guy and dogs, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, and so I would. I, what I would do is I'd have him sweating, and then at the like end, if I like, keep ending up in weird sexual situations where dogs are involved, I might start to ask myself, like, maybe it's me. Or possibly. I mean, yeah. it's, I would say it's the brother. You know, obviously the yeah, brother. Yeah, but the other kind of story fetish. he called in with the dog jerking off. Remember? Oh yeah, there was another yeah. one involving dogs too. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah a the pattern. teacher. Yeah, I'm no, dete- and- I'm no detective, but I'm I'm, de- I'm sensing a pattern here. Well, what's interesting about this yeah. story is that it actually, the sex mm-hmm. act involving a dog, it involved him. Mm-hmm. And it was a, he did a sex act sure. with a dog. With him. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, it, it was beyond his control. Right. I mean, involuntarily did it. I think but, the Inquisition used to do that to people. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. But anyway, mm-hmm. what I'm saying right. is put the biscuits in front of them. Yeah. Tell your little anecdote. I would go into too much detail yeah. about the biscuits, but let him think you're going, you're going to go there. And then at the end, Say something to the wife being like, you know, ask him about uh, the biscuit trick that he likes. Right. And then just end it at that. Toast, you're done. Right. But the whole time, the brother's going to think you're going to too much. You're going to go into all this detail about him holding your head down and shoving biscuits up your ass. <laughs> you know, and then the wife is yeah. going to be like, what's going on? It's going to be confusing. Right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta do it with the biscuits. Yeah. That's crazy though. You 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 didn't really live with an older brother, did you? No, I was a, I grew up as an only child. I'm lucky my older brother was gay and didn't torture me with, right. uh, you know, my, my brother never like, we, we didn't have that kind of big brother, little brother, mm. you know, uh, combative rivalry kind of thing. You know, we never like, there was no horseplay with me and my brother. My brother actually didn't even like to hang out with any of the family back then. Right. But anyway, I'm glad because I would have hated to uh, have to be an abused little brother because my, my, old, my uh, good friend Judd. This guy Judd, he had a little brother that mm. was like maybe a year or two younger than us, and they they used to do terrible things to him. Mm. You know what they used to do? They're like, and they would laugh about it too. They're like, he his little brother, his name is Gavin. Was like, yeah, Judd browned me the other night, and I was like, browned you? What do you mean? In front of Judd's friends were there. He grabbed his little brother, mm-hmm. pulled him on the ground, took his pants off. And I guess Judd had just taken a shit and slid across his face to leave a skid mark across this kid's face. That's the type of thing older brothers did to little brothers. Right. Could you imagine having to deal with that? That's crazy. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, a couple biscuits up your ass. Not yeah. that big of a deal. At least you weren't getting browned. Yeah. No, I did see the, these relationships. And it was like, man, thank God. I don't have to deal with that. But I guess it builds character, you know, something. I guess. I mean, yeah. I think that's when you end up murdering your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Competitive rivalry or something like that. Anyway, I think you should, uh, I, I think either tell the whole story. Yep. And just be as descriptive and as graphic as possible, and then somehow incorporate the aristocrats yep. at the end of it, or just put the biscuits down and allude to the story, but make your brother think that you're going to go into detail about it. I don't like that one. I don't know. I think yeah. that works. Cause every, no, because everybody else is just going to think you're fucking retarded. Well, they're going to yeah. wonder about it until the end. Be like, why don't you ask him about the biscuits? And then some people are going to have to go all night asking about these fucking you're biscuits. You're leaving too much up to chance. Yeah, well, I like maybe. It. I don't like that plan. <laughs> Harrison doesn't like it. Anyway, right. take take the advice, you know, as needed. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, people call Sick or Wrong Hotline 323-522-4032. We have time for one email, then we got to get out of here. We got an email from uh, Michael. He says, thanks for the podcast. In my youth, I had put months into letting my girl let me do her up the ass. I had spent months, really. So literally, the first time I had ever entered... This woman's anus, the monster mash, came on the player. <laughs> so the first time her anus had been entered, and she's listening to the monster mash. That's great. Thought I'd share it with you guys. Yeah. Keep it safe, keep it wrong. So yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's it. Well, and you know, that's something you should condition her to like. Right. Like you should, every time you have anal sex, put on monster mash. I mean, I put on uh, like more obscure monster party songs. Because <laughs> I'm that kind of an For asshole. For anal sex? Just for sex, just you know? for sex in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get it, you hear about you know uh, Frankenstein doing the fucking boogaloo and the the stomp. You know. And meanwhile, she's just getting yeah just gagging on your cock. Yeah, orally. Yeah, no, it's that's fine. that's definitely pretty sexual. Right. Um, I do like though the classical conditioning that can happen with a song Monster Mash. So it's like as soon as you hear it, she just thinks anal sex. Yeah. You could probably do that with animals. That's a you can get a dog to ring a bell, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, for all sorts of things. That's for the caller who is asking for advice. Right. You probably yeah. could do that with animals. Yeah. Um, people email the show, cigarettepodcast.com. iTunes, best way to, to support the show. It's free. It's easy. Just subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Yeah. And if the comment is actually a decent comment, if it's somewhat imaginative, Harrison might read it out here on the show. Yeah. Uh, so just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Also, new t shirts are going really fast. We are running out of them. I'm hoping to have enough for, uh, for the next few weeks, but we're definitely almost out of larges. So if you want a large shirt, I would order one today. slash store. Order today. Finally, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Apparently, there's been another. Um, beloved musician death. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Even yeah. though this one's a bit more obscure yeah. than Prince or David Bowie, but Alan Vega has died at the age of 78. He was a singer of iconic New York proto-punk band Suicide. He passed away peacefully in his sleep. I think a lot of people probably have no idea who that band is. All my noise friends back in like Providence are like on, fa- on my Facebook feed. They're like, man... First we have a race war, and now we have this. You know, <laughs> another guy from suicide died. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so a, really into it. You know, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, mm. that sucks. Mm. Even though I mean, the guy's seventy-eight years old. 
I mean, their album, I think their first album came out like mid-70s, like 76, yeah. 77. Hmm. Um, but actually, that, that self-titled Suicide album is brilliant. Okay. It has a song Ghostwriter on it, Cherie. Yeah. Um, and it also has this song, Rocket USA. So we're going to end the show here with Rocket USA. Rest in peace, Alan Vega. Hmm. Uh, brilliant band, Suicide. Check them out, people. Um, we'll be back next week with episode 542. Until then, take it sleazy.